time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 340, and the celebrations. Wow, we're just surrounded by yeah, no, Star Wars characters. We're in the Tech Guide uh, studio. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com today. Trevor along with you from eftm.com. Stephen, g'day. G'day, Trevor, and uh, hopefully you're going you're gonna to go th- through the show okay. You're, you're looking a bit tired. You 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 were fading. You know, no one else can see me. It's a podcast. They can't. They can't see me. Just telling our listeners that you're you're, outing me. You're struggling a little bit. You've had a busy week, but uh, really glad you found the time to to record with me. That sounded so. What's the What's the word when you're putting someone down? Uh, I Mm. wasn't putting you down. Thanks, mate. I meant that as a genuine. Okay, all right. Well, thanks to the great people at uh, Netgear and Hisense. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, a wrap of all the news, information, reviews and tech going around this very week here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. Well, Stephen, there's a lot of news, I'll be honest, in the last, feels like, week about Amazon Alexa. Um, Ultimate Ears, uh, Sonos and Amazon themselves. We'll talk about all three, but let's talk about Amazon Echo Spot first. Now, in America, they've had a couple of devices, excuse me, that have a screen. Yeah. One of them was kind of a largest, um, you know, kind of square slash rectangular screen that kind of made for the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, you could watch YouTube videos on it. That's controversial. YouTube was withdrawn from it. There's a bunch of weird things went on with it in the, in the States. But we've just had the speakers come here. But now the Spot is coming, and it is a weird-looking device. It comes in black and white, but it has an LCD screen, so it allows you to not only read information on the screen but also view cameras and things. So it's a pretty cool concept of a device. Um, you've been playing with it more than I have. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting addition to the Alexa family, so the Echo family. And unlike its its other its other siblings, let's call them, which you just park in a corner and you just listen to them, mm. this is designed to go on a desktop, on a kitchen counter, even maybe a bedside table, because that's that screen. It's a circular screen. It does add another dimension to the service, so you you can be you can see as well as hear information. You can have your little video briefings. You can view cameras. Actually, when you arrived, I was well, I was looking through the elect the uh, uh, Echo Spot as you came to the front door, and I could see you you were my feed of the front door. you were you were stalking your own front <laughs> door because I didn't press the doorbell and I knew you were watching because as I drove in the driveway, I could the see blue, the big blue the bloody ring because when yeah. you're doing live view, the the ring lights up. I didn't I know, know that, I know. so I that you were doing. Oh, hello! No, no, there was someone. <laughs> someone, ca- someone came to the door one time. I think it was like a Jehovah's Witness or something, and they knew they could they could see the light. They sort of pointed at the light, thinking, "Hang on, why, why is that doing that?" And I just said, uh, "No, I'm good, thank you. I'm a bit busy to talk to you right now." As if but, you but are. In this case, though, when I saw, I thought I'm gonna. What the whole reason I was doing is is a to know when you arrived, and b I wanted to take a photo of you through the echo, through the echo spot. And to say, did you? I have, yeah. And do, yeah, are you oh, going to use that on social media? Yeah, I'll probably use it on Instagram, Instagram stories. Right, and, and I've, say, I've not signed it. Say, is that you, Trevor Long? At Trevor Long. Okay. Yeah. Just for the record, I don't give my permission for my really? um, likeness to be used. Well, I don't give we'll a shit, a black mate. Bar. Bring it on. Do your best. <laughs> put a black bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, just blur my face. <laughs> be like a criminal came to your front yeah, door, yeah. Or, or give or take. It's, it's handy because. It's because of the visual aspect to it, and it's it's also a clock as well. So it's on your desk there. You can see the clock. It's it's great it's for. It's got the- a camera too, doesn't it? So can't you do it like two way we'll, echo we'll to echo to conversations? Get to that. A little creepy the feature there. We'll get to that in a moment. But the like you know you can you can see uh, news updates. You can you can see the camera feeds. Like when you arrived, I said, "Hey," I said, "Alexa, show me the front door," and then it immediately I'd already linked the ring doorbell, and it was it was had a live feed up the driveway. Uh, you can also link up your Arlo cameras. Uh, and also your hue lights, so you can you can see see uh, the the feeds, but 
uh, with the Hue Light, you still have the same smart device control as you would with a regular speaker. Uh, you can also view movie trailers. So you might say, Alexa, show me the trailer for uh, Infinity uh, Avengers Infinity War. What, what? Show me the trailer for Solo, the hand yeah, story. Yeah, well, I've, I've done that. Mate, but... have you just, I've missed a massive opportunity to be a Star Wars nerd. Well, I'm very disappointed was, in you. Well, I think the listeners started, are disappointed in you right now. Infinity you went, you went Marvel <laughs> over, is it Marvel? Yeah. Over bloody Star Wars. Are you okay? Should no we good. call a doctor? No. I'm fine, but it's only because that's a current movie, this week's movie. So a lot of a lot of people would have it opened on Anzac Day controversially, but a lot of people went to have went to see it this week. But not not the ideal screen to be watching content like that. You you can watch, I think you can watch um, Amazon Prime content on this screen. Would you believe? Oh so, yeah. But, well, why would you? Uh, hey Alexa, show me the Grand Tour <laughs> on the smallest screen in my house. <laughs> Well, for some, if that's all they've got and that's how they want it. If that's it, all you've got, well, if that's all you've got, don't buy an Echo. Yeah, yeah, maybe buy Do, a... Buy yeah. a TV. Yeah, maybe. Go to bloody Kogan and get a $200 TV. <laughs> There's that too. But I like it because it is, it's it got that other dimension to it so that the screen adds a little bit to it. The fact that it can be uh, there handy for you to, to look at, like if, if you use it in the kitchen, for example, you may have uh, you may see your recipe on the screen. You can even add see your shopping list if you've got a shopping list. So it does add to the ease of use. And I think for, for customers who, and w- with the video calling capability, this would be an ideal product, I think, to gift maybe a, a, a parent or a grandparent. Mm. And set up for them. Up, of course, but... We'll talk about the video-to-video camera, the calling now. That works either through your cellular network app, Amazon Alexa app-to-app using the video, or there's this feature called drop-in where you nominate who you wouldn't mind them dropping in on you. So you might say, oh, Please might, nominate I me. Might, <laughs> <laughs> I might have you. You Stephen, might have Stephen, Joe, hello. But here's the thing, though. Please don't I, put it on your bedside table. Oh, yeah, well, exactly right. Because <laughs> listen to this. I, I initially thought that I'd have to, like when you get a FaceTime call, you say accept yeah, and you get the call, right? Yeah. With no, drop in, no, it mate. just comes up. So they can hear whatever you're doing or. Yeah, what, mate? Hang on a minute. And they they'll see the video sort of like through a little like stained frosted glass, and then after a few seconds it becomes clear. So you've got no, you can't refuse the call until it's already started. So you can't end it. Hang on, so do you get a notification started. that it started? No, yes, I think you get um, the green ring, the alert ring illuminates. And then someone's listening in on you. I think there's a, there's a little ding, you hear a little ding sound. And then. So you're standing in your I Reggie's be, doing the ironing in the morning watching the Today Show. Yep. And, and I could drop and in and you could go, drop in. Oh, Jesus, how I can't unsee what I just saw. <laughs> so I initially thought that you had to approve that call, but no, if you've approved me to be, to drop in on you and vice versa, then it's a free for all. So Who, be well, careful. Mate, name two people you would want that feature for. Um, yeah, you can't. It's stupid. No. Well, it's no, dumb. No, but the reason I brought up the parents and the grandparents is because it's a it's something they don't have to think about. If if I if I set this up at home for my mum and dad, and I I said, look, occasionally I'll be able to call you. You might hear a little noise, and that's the me talking to you through the thing. They don't, they don't have to fiddle around with a phone. They don't have to set up a computer. It's just there. I'm tipping your mum's going, where, where are you, Stephen? <laughs> Stephen, just come in. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I don't, mate, that's weird. It is a little bit weird, a little bit, yeah, people might find it creepy. But again, you have to approve who can do that. Whether you want no one to do that, that's up to you. But I think that it may there may be some compromising positions and – Scenarios that might you people may be embarrassed that uh, that when people drop in on them, so it's an interesting little feature for the Echo. Maybe customers are probably listening to this thinking, "Well, who needs a screen on their speaker? I'm going to yeah. just uh, just have one without a screen." Well, then quickly, um, you've, there's two other new uh, uh, Amazon announcements this week, and that that is Sonos, the Sonos One. Um, has now got. They announced it a year, whatever, about a year ago. It feels, feels like the speaker, and they announced it would have Amazon, but it's finally been enacted as of today. Yes. Um, and then UE came out with the UE Blast at the yes. end of last week. Now the UE great. Blast it's and Mega Blast, they are they are great. Really I mean, nice. look, Boom and Mega Boom are great speakers. Yeah. They're essentially the same speaker. They're with a street speaker, I call them. Yeah, for the kids. With, the kids with love this is just the same speaker yeah. uh, with Alexa built in. Yes. And mate, they they look almost identical. You got you got to look you got to look at the top. 
top of them, basically, to, to see the difference. They're yeah. a flatter, fatter look and a slightly different looking um, uh, mesh so on the outside. A, that's, so that's Alexa, not Google Home. Is that that's right. Which, and so here's my question about that, right? So you've got, now you've got Ultimate Ears Alexa. I'm sure in America that's an amazing deal. Yeah. But, mate, I don't know anyone with Amazon. Mm, I've not spoken. I know some. I've Google's not. Winning, I've, but, yeah, yeah, but I've not had a tweet, yeah. an email, <laughs> uh, a talkback call, anything yeah. from people with Alexa. Have you? Well, I I have. I've had I've had an email or two from readers just asking about asking about it. I think one had it. One was asking about getting one, but obviously Google they were first. They came out first, so they had it. I, I think Amazon Echo only came out in February. Google Home was the massive hit for Christmas, so they've got the first mover advantage. Now, I think it's it's you choose. It's like Holden or Ford. You, you you're either in the Google ecosystem or the Amazon ecosystem. So here's my problem with this, and this is somewhat egotistical on my part, but hear me out. Um, don't laugh, mate. Come on, give me some time here. I like how you prefaced it with well, slightly. Egotistical. I thought about what I was about to say. Okay, <laughs> so hear me out. We've talked about the approach that companies have to market, right? And we, we're at the front line of that approach because essentially they need us, right? They need us to talk about their products. Amazon uh, love to go, we're announcing this thing, and then go, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when it's around. But, mate, they've got to get ahead of the curve. They've got to have it yeah. so that we can, we can be using it and show it before it's like yeah. at the time that it's announced. They're so egotistical in themselves that they think they're so big. We're Amazon, so, yeah. you know, that's well, not what we do. Mate, seriously. Full, uh, full disclosure with what happened with me, I got a, I got one day's notice to say, and it was the, it was the I got a call on the Monday to say, we'd love you to come in for a briefing tomorrow. I think yeah. thanks for the notice. Yeah, same here. And they said, well, it's going to be out 26th of uh, of April, which was yesterday, yeah. uh, embargo six a.m. Thursday. I went okay. Well, I don't have much time with the speaker, but I'll, I'll come in and have a look at it early, just so that I've got it. So when I write my review, it's available. No, my point is that they they've got this the process wrong. It's it's the uh, announce. So you've got the announcement, and then you've got the. It's like Apple has that ability to say we're announcing something, and then then you can see see and show the product. Yeah. But mate, I'm not announcing something and then showing it a few days later, yeah. mate. On it, was, it, it, was, you, you, it was a week and a half or two weeks, I think. My, it was about a week. My, my point is the announcement and and product time should be the same. Yeah. It's the second time they've gone. We've got an announcement, but no, you can't have the product. You can't you can't see the product until the till the yeah. time it comes out. That's just stupid to well, me. A lot of companies do that. They, a lot of companies announce months yeah, ahead. But not when you try and no, but this yeah. is this is mate, this is their yeah, strategy because globally yeah, this yeah, is what they do. They're trying to break the market here. Yeah. You've got to you've got to do it better. Well, I just think that they got the wrong approach. They yeah. they think they're bigger than they are and they're bloody they're fair, well not. Fair call. No, fair call. And and I think just on on the uh, the echo spot again, audio wise, not gonna win any any audio quality awards, yeah. good, not great, but it, you can connect your your stereo system and make that Alexa enabled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Sonos in in the Sonos case and the UE UE oh. speakers, their sound quality is way better than than, a, than an Echo one ninety nine. See two hundred bucks, mate. Get the smaller get UE, get the UE Blast. Yeah. You know, and what, what's the, the Sonos great worth? The small, it's a oh. play one, isn't it? The play one. No, it's just called the Sonos one. Ooh, yeah, it's okay. just called the Sonos one, and it's yeah, like, yeah, like a three. Might, yeah, two nine nine. I feel the like audio yeah. quality definitely Sonos and yeah, and, right. and, and it, UE. It's got a great screen, but I believe with respect, massive gimmick. We're years away from that being. This will be the way we interact in the future. I don't doubt that. I don't mind it. You but but I think it's a gimmick. I've got this. So that picture there is on my desk where I do most of my work. Right, so I see the weather. I see the time. I see these little floating little trending thing like the, just before. One of the trending things was our oh, baby name, royal baby name announced. I went, oh, what's that? Oh, what is it? It's uh, Louis Arthur Charles is the baby, the little the little boy. Louis. Yeah, or Louis or Lewis. How, L-O-U-I-S. How would you pronounce that? Louis or I'd Lewis? I'd say Louis. But Louis, okay. Well, Louis. They're the royals. They're probably Louis. I've heard Louis. Well, it's King Louis is, is a – Yeah, exactly. It'll be Louis then. So, yeah, that, that's one thing I just picked up on the screen. And yeah, I, I've got Twitter, mate. I tapped it. Well, I, I do, but – this that was just in my eye line. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I tapped the screen and read 
a paragraph of the of that story. So it was there. It, it's it's serving me that story. It's it just just like the weather. I can say, okay, well, I'm about to go out the door, and I can see on the screen the weather's. Oh, it's only nineteen degrees. I better take a jacket with me or, or whatever. So that is the that's the handy feature of that having the screen. Same deal if it's by your bedside table. You can get all your news updates. You can say, yeah. and your drop-ins we... can get a fair copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your news updates and then you get your drop-ins. But, uh, yeah, you could be slain in bed and say, just tell me what, what's the news, and there'll be a little video package they play just for you. So it's your little tailored little news update, which is, which is not a bad little feature. If, if you're, and then you can see the weather, you can see all the other news headlines uh, and, and whatever you like, as well as seeing this is also too, I think the drop-in and that video calling is also a play for this to also be a baby monitor. So if you put this in like a baby's room, and I think the reason that the the drop-in may not make a noise is for that very reason. So if you're using it as a baby monitor, every time you look in on the baby monitor, you don't want it to go ding really loud to wake the baby. It's good the so, baby's got the latest in politics, yeah. though. I think it's important. Absolutely. But another thing the baby to- baby can say, show me the front door. <laughs> well, that Lock. The, the baby can say, hey, hey, Alexa, <laughs> lock my door. Lock <laughs> But you can. That's the thing that I, that I reckon is a feature that's missing. Is that Alexa, play a crying when, sound. <laughs> when, when you when I knew that you were coming, that's why I had the live view there, right? But it, if you rang my ring doorbell, it's not going to come up on the screen automatically. No. So I said, oh, I said, will I will I get that notification? And they said, no, no, you got to just ask to look through the live view of the thing. I said, well, wouldn't it be good if you could have an option to say. If ring the if someone rings my ring doorbell, I tick a box to say come up on my Echo Spot. Yeah. But there was no option. Problem to do is that. you can't get multiple outputs of your live view. So what if you're not here? It shows up on the spot and you're trying to view it from remotely. Yeah, well there right? you have it. There you have it. So that's yeah. the bigger challenge. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. look, I, I I do think it's a great looking device. I do it's think nice, there's yeah. some advantage to this style of device coming in the future. I have a sense that we're a little bit ahead of ourselves here, and I think it's a few years away from reality, um, uh, mainly because I'm well aware that the primary use of these things is music, uh, and that's why it's a rubbish speaker. You, you got if you want if you if you're in, a, in the Amazon ecosystem, and you listen to Amazon Music or Spotify, whatever it is, get yourself a UE Blast. Or a Sonos one. Or the, what's the what's the best Echo? The Echo speaker, the, the Echo, Echo Plus, or whatever it's Plus, called. Yeah, the tallest speaker. That that's yeah. actually decent audio quality. Yeah, it's good. So but you again, you're overspending. Just get the UE. Possibly, but same with Google, right? Well, yeah. don't do not buy a Google Home. Stupid, awful investment. Get a JBL Link Ten, yeah, Link Twenty, or Link Three Hundred. Unbelievable. Yeah, like it's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Like it's no HomePod, but more. it sounds great. There will be, there will be more speakers like that as well. But again, we're seeing companies. I think Panasonic's going to do this with their new OLED TVs in the second half of 2018. They're going to have Alexa and Google Assistant available. Honestly, stop telling me what you're doing in the future. Just bloody do it. Just do it. Yeah. So annoying. Well, if you want to speak about that, and and you know where HomePod fits into this as well. Like HomePod is it's on its own its own footing there because it's a great speaker. It's got its own ecosystem and it too is going to have an update. Remember, they're going to have the ability to have maybe a wall. I think it was at us having this stereo pair that's coming, but it was us. Was it us speculating that another feature would be recognizing multiple voices? Oh, there's no way that's coming. That's been with, announced. With the firmware? No. Yeah. Well, uh, that'd be great if, cause, cause that's one strength of Google home is that it can recognize everyone in the family. Mm. Alexa. Mate, my recommendations yeah. on Apple music now are including buddy Taylor Swift and that's oh, starting no. to really annoy me because no. Vivi plays Taylor Swift all the time. Mm. And man, I'm telling you, in terms of smart speakers, music's it. My kids use it all the time. Yeah. But For I've the never. HomePod. Yeah. And yeah, Google, listen, by music the way. Quality, it's by uh, far yeah. the best. Yeah, oh, no doubt. No doubt. And by the way, let me just say this again to our good friends at Google. You're stupid, you're rubbish, and I hate you. Um, <laughs> uh, I pay. 25 30 bucks a month for Google for a massive Google amount apps. of storage yeah. and, and for my, my enterprise access or whatever, and I still can't use Google Home. I still yeah, can't use you Google can't Home. Your calendar, I no. Yeah. Hey, Google, what am I doing today? Got no idea, Trev, because you pay Google. Everyone What's else doing? is paying Google. Everyone else yeah. is getting it for free, and he's saying, hey, well, you've got six meetings today. I'm paying for the thing, <laughs> and they can't tell me how many meetings I've got. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> My daughter, Victoria, when she gets the uh, grumpies and she gets sent to a room, she stomps upstairs. Yeah, she goes, stupid mum, stupid dad, stupid oh, Jackson. Really? I love it. It's oh, so funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. I lose my mind. Anyway, that's my view of Google. Stupid Google, stupid <laughs> Google Switch, stupid Google Home. 
Wow. Because, mate, I want to be in that ecosystem. Course, I paid, want to do that. To be in it. But I'm not going to just suddenly duplicate my calendar and start sending yeah. invites to myself to a private free Gmail account <laughs> just so I can test Google Home. Yeah. It's stupid. Wow. But that said, Siri can't do the same thing. Siri can't tell me what's on today. Yeah. Um, the calendar stuff doesn't doesn't happen in, no. in the HomePod either. Not yet, though. Like, I, I think that they've got a pretty long roadmap with that. I think that'll come. Like, geez, we can put a man on the moon 35 years ago, however long it was, but... Surely there's a way to do that. And Google must be I'm, – I'm pretty sure you're not the only Google-paying customer. Mate, read, just search it online, mate. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it makes no sense. So I'll tell you why, just quickly to wrap up. The, the, the primary reason, as I believe it is, because Google Apps, Google Suite, wherever it's called now, is used in, you know, like huge enterprise. Let's say a bank. Let's say one of the big four banks went, you know what, stuff, servers and computers and Microsoft, we're going we're gonna to go to the cloud. And when they choose cloud, they choose either Office 365 or Google. Yeah. I've been through the tender twice at different organizations. If you choose Google, then there's an administrator that can choose what things get turned on and off and what yeah. da, 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 da. Um, And they, they're very cautious to let those things be turned on because they might upset and change the way the ecosystem works. And in an enterprise, when you have 10,000 you know, staff members, yeah. one thing changes – like some places you got to you got to have training sessions for people so that's a cost right so <laughs> yeah. it's just unfortunately because they literally are living in the enterprise world yeah. and it's a it's a disappointment but it's like the new Google, new, new gmail i've switched it on in my enterprise but it still hasn't been rolled out even though i've physically switched it on uh-huh. stupid anyway <laughs> stupid google stupid google apps stupid google home <laughs> Uh, if my daughter could say anything, shout out, baby. You're beautiful, bud, but you really get grumpy. Temper, yeah, she's got daddy's temper. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Well, uh, Telstra have uh, been issued with a pretty significant fine. Uh, this is more than a slap on the wrist. This is a $10 million fine. And it's all because they were charging customers for content that they didn't actually sign up for. It was using their premium direct billing, which was pretty cheekily added to a lot of accounts. I think more than 100,000 customers had this, this PDB billing, this, this addition to their account. So what they were finding was that customers were suddenly, they were paying for ringtones and, and wallpapers and things that they didn't really want or, or look for. So ACCC stepped in, gone to the federal court, the uh, proceedings were initiated back in March and they found that in 2015 and 16, they had set this premium billing service as a, as a default feature on, on all these customers' accounts mm. and they were billed for stuff that they were didn't even intend to access. And, and the key is here, this is, there's a double whammy here. It's a $10 million fine, but they're also going to have to offer refunds. Um, yes. that, but... The problem is that this is not just a blanket. Everyone's going to get it. Although, frankly, Telstra, just write it off. You know, yeah. as Kramer well, would say, just write closed, it off. They've closed the service. Um, they closed the service off. Yeah. Remember, they announced that a while ago yeah. when this all started going down. Cheeky. They made it look like they were looking after their customers, but actually, yeah. they were just covering their asses. I like but, what the federal judge said. He said the in his he said the fact that he sort of had a crack at senior management. He said the fact that the steps were inadequate was broadly known within Telstra, including at senior level. So they knew that it was there and they just weren't doing anything about it. And I put that down to the bureaucracy. Telstra's massive. I just don't think they've got the ability to turn yeah. a, a, a sinking ship like PDB should, as quickly as they need to. Should and there be a royal commission into the telcos like there is in the banking? imagine what's happening imagine with the that, banking? Like, but that's, that's why everyone, everyone's sort of jumping up and down. And the banks, this royal commission is just, just uncovering this just appalling behaviour from the banks. Can you? That's just an example of one example that was had to be they had to go to court to find out, but you can imagine other other stuff. I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not suggesting there's nothing weird going on, but I think that the uh, I guess highlight that gets put on telcos is even deeper than banks in many ways, um, because well, we we pay more attention pay more attention to our phone bills more than we do Maybe, our bank yeah. statements. Um, we have the TIO, we have a few things. More complaint. Um, banks would get more complaints about them than no, telcos? No, what's I don't the, think they do. What's the banking equivalent of the telecommunications industry ombudsman? Is there, is there like banking a Banking industry ombudsman? Banking <laughs> I don't know. The BIO? <laughs> I, look, the bottom line is I don't think they'd get as many complaints because yeah. I don't – again, as I said, I don't think people uh, use their banks as often as they do yeah, their phones, their internets devices, and yeah, other yeah, things. True. So 
So yeah, I think I think it's a massive deal for for Telstra. It's yes. um, you know, as I said, they they shut this whole thing down, and I remember we talked about it. We're not good on them, you know. Yeah. That's you know, it's rubbish stuff. Yeah, yeah good on. Well, yeah, hey, they were yeah. gone before the bloody the federal court. Dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. which okay. is which is a you know shifty one kind of thing over people like us because you know we're not you know hardcore into the court reporting and stuff. It's not like we yeah. would have ever known that. I was a court reporter though when I was. Oh, right, yeah, Stephen. I was, yeah. Got my very very first front page story as a as a cadet uh, covering the courts at Parramatta. Mm. Can I tell you about I think, this? Story? I think I wrote one um, editorial for Raymond uh, when I was working on that show about a you know you would read Raymond, the telly. You Raymond, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we call him doesn't Raymond. don't have his name. Um, <laughs> is it that show everybody loves Raymond? Is that is that deploy <laughs> yeah, here? Just, mate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, not really, everyone. Um, you know, you, you'd, there'd be a court case, and yeah. you'd have to write a quick summary of it, whatever. Yeah. I stuffed it up. Um, I you can't remember. You've got to use the word allegedly. No, no, nah, nah, it was it was done and dusted. I, you know, I used a pleaded or pled or something. I, I just used the wrong word. And uh, you know, he's renowned for doing what he did, which was losing his brain over it. And good news, though, I didn't have to write another court through my life. There you go. I yeah. just, I just stuck with you sport kind of, and TV you ratings. Kind of did that on purpose. <laughs> so it's like if I'd have known, I'd get out like, court stuff so quickly. It's like my wife accuses me of doing that whenever I stack the dishwasher. She says, "No, let me do it. You don't never do it right." I said, "Okay." I'm, I'm genuinely not allowed to do the the uh, clothes washing. It's not yeah, allowed. Even, even out, when I just give it, the give clothes it, on the line. Oh, I'm, hanging out, I'm allowed to do. No, no, I'm allowed to as well. But I, I, I like how she says, "Like, yeah, you need to do it like this." Just look, I've got my style. You got your style. Let's just live with that. Tops right. from the bottom, bottom from the top, mate. Yeah, no, no, all good. You're all aware good. of that rule? No. What yeah, you hang from tops the from the bottom, bottom from the top. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, of course, of course. You say that flippantly, but I don't think no, you did. Of course, no. That's just, mate, that's reflex action hanging out the. That's easy. That's easy. But anyway. What was your my, court reporting story? Court story, I want to tell you. It was in back in 1987. Can you tell we've got time to fill, The Daily Mirror. <laughs> what was that? I was like, can you tell we've got time to fill? Yeah. Well, the, it was back in, I was a, I was a first, first year cadet on the Daily Mirror, 1987, Parramatta Court. 87, so you were 32? <laughs> no. Sure. Peter Sterling was in court, right? Someone had come to Parramatta training and punched Peter Sterling on the jaw, right? Story turned out to be this guy who turned up at training was was a bit of a fan. Elevator didn't go to the top floor, right? Was was sandwich short of a picnic? Yes, was, was convinced that he was good enough to play fullback for the Eels, and we're talking in the Eels in the eighties were like the guns dream off, team, yeah. right? And uh, he was there and was was dirty. He never got picked in the team. And they just humoured him. They thought he was a harmless bloke. And he, he's walked across the Sterlow and gone boom and landed one on his jaw. And he's been arrested and brought to court. And that was the story that I covered. And the, the headline said, Sterling punched on jaw. And that was the big. That's the big not your best headline, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, well, it, but mate, it was uh, my very first front page. And because it was, because it was a court story, they don't give bylines for court stories. So I never said by Stephen Fennick on the front of the paper. So you're making the but, story up? No, no, it was definitely mine, mate. I promise you, it was mine. Who can vouch for you? Uh, a few. Well, Roy Miller and Kyle Allen were the editor and deputy editor of the Daily Mirror at the time. They can vouch for it. And so can John Shafetti, who was the former head of news at Channel 10 recently, has so, now gone. So when earlier you said, I've done some court reporting, is that it? No, I did a lot. I did oh, heaps of court reporting. Or football related no, or no, just courts? No, no, no. Or I did just general court reporting. I remember there was a – I was reporting on the the Trimboli cases that during during the sort of late 80s as well. I did I – I can't, a I can't of comment sticks. on those. I grew up in Griffith. There you have it. Yeah, right. No, no. I, I did a lot of reporting. And, and it was – they were always encouraging you to look for unusual stories. You, you Part of the round was you have to ring up every country – police station and say, oh, anything in court today, anything unusual, what are we talking about? And, you know, they get to know and say, oh, yeah, this is an interesting case, this bloke who's, you know, thinks he's a, an alien or whatever, and, you know, okay, we'll cover that. So, the, yeah, you had to sort of know the round really well to know who was appearing, what date. Like, it's not my cousin, is it, again? It's what? You're like, it's not my cousin again, is it? <laughs> I'll pay his bail, all right. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was interesting. I, I, I covered, I got a lot of really good stories out of it. Yeah, a lot. Of, obviously, a lot of crime, a lot, lot, lot of celebrities involved, and and like DUIs and stuff like that, and um, just just other just general criminal cases that were quirky and and you know they involved uh, local politicians and things like that. So it was a really interesting round, and it's one of those rounds as a, as a cadet because when when you when I was a cadet on the on the mirror and on the telly, you you 
go around all the different sections. So I did court reporting, I did, you know, I did sport, I did general news, police round. So you get a taste of everything. So when you get graded, you know, okay, well, I, I want to do this. But I knew all along, all I want to do was write sports. And that's eventually what I did. But it was a really interesting period doing the court reporting, police rounds reporting. And look where you've ended up. Broke a lot of stories. It was great. Sitting in your home, <laughs> talking into an iPhone. About tech. Imagine. Anyway, I don't know how. Oh, we did get onto that because we're talking about Telstra. God, wonderful yeah. thing. Two blokes talking courts. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and we've talked about it a lot, and uh, it continues to be a hot product. The Netgear Orbi uh, Wi-Fi system for your home It's not just a Wi-Fi router, and this is a critical thing for people, especially if you're just jumping on the NBN. You're about to get actual internet. You're about to get actual speeds. Uh, when you have a 50 meg speed or a 100 meg speed coming into your house, it's great, but when the Wi-Fi on the ISP-supplied modem is rubbish, um, you end up with 5-speed and 6-speed over at the other end of the house where the TV is. Netgear Orbi plugs into that existing modem. Netgear Orbi offers uh, uh, the complete speed all the way across your home. It's a fantastic system. Uh, there's a range of different sizes. Uh, the, the bigger the number, the the higher the, the range, and you can find them at JV Hi-Fi and other places. Check it out uh, at netgear.com slash Arlo. Stephen, um, we were unable to attend the launch of the P20 in Paris, um, the Huawei P20 um, and P20 Pro, um, well-regarded company Huawei in the smartphone space, well-regarded since the uh, original P8, what was it called? Uh, P8, P8, P8. No, P8. Yeah, P8 was the first one with the Leica lenses, you know, yep. the yep. the dual camera. Um, we were in Bali, uh, had to play around P9, with the cameras. Yeah. Uh, was it the P8 or the P9? P9 it was. Really? Was it the second 16. one? P9 it was. Okay. P10 was last year. They released that in Barcelona. Yeah, right. Well, so the P9 must have been the first one. Was there a P8? Oh, Jesus, no. I think the P9 was the first. Yeah, P9 was first with the Leica lens. With the Leica, yeah. The Leica lens added a whole new level of photography to this thing. Um, It's hard to say whether it's better than all the others, but it's certainly for someone who wanted to tweak around with the photos or someone who just wanted to snap away, I thought it was a great camera. It still is. So the P20 takes it further. P20 Pro has a triple lens, uh, the telephoto zoom, your standard zoom, and your your, your monochrome um, to create that popping colour. Essentially, stunning phone uh, yeah. coming I, to I Australia. It, uh, I had it. I, I had a play around with it last week, and uh, really, really impressive well, camera. I, I, I like you. Just I like, had it for a day. I think I had it for three days. I had it on the Today Show. And it's, yeah. it's beautiful too. It's like nice, the, yeah. it's in the fact, rem, you know, this favorite. is going to be amazing. It reminds me of the Alcatel Three series. You know that beautiful blue <laughs> yeah. on the back. They've yeah, gone for that. That yes, kind of really, yes. really beautiful shine on the back. Anyway, nice. I, I think the the Huawei's you know uh, overall obviously a better looking phone than yeah. that but uh, it's it's a beautiful phone but here's the thing we haven't had a local launch yet so what happens is these companies do these international launches and then when it comes to market or it's close to coming to market they invite all the journals we get to play with it hopefully take one and test it whatever and they announce a date and a price and all those things we haven't got that yet yeah. and amazing sends out an email to people like me and Stephen the other day going uh, p20 now available amazing.com.au yeah. i'm like <laughs> Hang on a minute. What's going on? What are you talking about? You know, pick up the phone, you go, what the hell's going on? This is a fascinating story because it it entirely points to the problem slash challenge of grey imports. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, well, I think when they announced the, it was announced in in Paris on March 27, from memory. And um, what they didn't do was say it's coming out on this date. And it's going to be this much. Yeah. They said coming soon. So that that bit wishy washy response there, everyone's thinking, well, when's it coming out? Now the the anticipation around the product, we saw the specs and saw it's it's a it's an amazing phone that people want to get their hands on. Now Amazim has cottoned onto this, and they thought, well, hang on a minute, we can get it from other markets around the world, and Australia hasn't even announced the launch date. So they come up. This was a week ago. Amazim says P20, P20 Pro, you can get them outright. So they're $9.75 for the P20, $11.95 for the P20 Pro. Mm. And this was a, a month ahead of the what we anticipated was going to be the Huawei yeah. official launch. So we thought, well, I said, how are you doing this? They said, well, it is a grey import. They confirmed that, that, that 
to us, and they said, well, but it's backed with a two-year warranty, backed by a, a warranty is backed by a Masim, not Huawei, because they're under no obligation to, to cover a, a grey import like every other company. Like I think we've had issues. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've heard from readers who've bought a Samsung phone from Kogan. Yeah. They get a problem, rock up to the Samsung store on George Street, and they go, sorry, not our problem. You bought it. It's a grey import. Mm. So similar deal here. A Masim says they're going to cover it. So, but, but let's yeah. be clear. The, the owners- and they're not doing anything wrong. I should no, point no. out. A Masim well, is well within their rights to do this, but Correct. it is a grey import. But let's just talk about warranty for a second. When something's faulty, you're not meant to take it to the manufacturer. You're meant to take it yeah, to the retailer. Now, a couple of things behind the scenes. Now, there's and there's some smaller companies that we know very well um, who do this. A lot of the time in the packet, in the box, you'll find a thing that says, hey, if you have a problem, call us. Yeah. A lot of the manufacturers want you to call them because they don't want the retailers knowing about the dramas. Right, so if you sell 10,000 or something and a 1,000 of them are faulty and those 1,000 people go to the retailer, the retailer's going to go, I'm never buying those again. But if they all go yeah. to the manufacturer, the manufacturer just deals with them, gives them your product, whatever, it's sorted. Okay. So that's, that's one thing. Secondly, like you buy off Kogan, you're meant to go to Kogan and say it's it's broken, right? And, <laughs> and they, and, and they nah, 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 it's, it's fragile. Faulty. It's fragile faulty. freight, mate. Faulty, faulty fragile. fragile freight, right? You've got to be very careful with okay. faulty fragile yeah. freight okay. and uh, putting it on a truck. <laughs> but so so, how are they going to deal with it? You've got to send your phone away. So your instinct is, yes, to go to the local Samsung yeah. store and try and get sorted out. Um, that said, a couple of issues that I have with grey imports, not really around the warranty. I've got no doubt about any of the, the – well, most of the online sellers um, actually helping people with, with issues they have, mm. but – there's no guarantee how long it's going to take. There's no you know, guarantee you're not going to be without a phone. Yeah. And there's also an issue, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but with the power cable that comes with it. You yeah. get a power cable, and if they ship with you, and I, we have to find out what they're shipping with, but if they're shipping an adapter, like, the, you know, like a world travel adapter, yeah. don't bloody use that. It's actually not a safe thing to have plugged yeah. in all the time, every day, whatever. And then if you go to bloody Aldi or... or Two dollar shop and buy a cheap charger. Yeah, that could be a risky. You, you as can't well. you can't guarantee that either, yeah. right? Now I, I prefer you bought one from Aldi than than the two dollar shop. There's no doubt. There's probably going to be a reliable product. But has it been? Has it got the Australian tick on it? Yeah. Does it actually have the ampage, wattage, whatever the friggin' hell it's called to properly power this phone? I actually had an instance the other week where, um, and this happens. You, you'd get this when you're doing a segment with a bunch of things, right? Yeah. So. I think it was when I was doing smartphones a couple of weeks ago. I, I, you got like, I had 15 smartphones. I've got to charge them all somewhere, right? Yeah. So you find little power bricks everywhere, right? Trying to get them all, plug them all in. So they're not the, they're definitely not the official cable. I had one plugged in in the kitchen and I went to, I went to unplug it. It was bloody hot. And I went, Phew. and I immediately just took that plug, took that cable, threw it in the bin. Cause I, I don't know whether it was under, under serving, over serving or whatever, yeah, right. but I just threw it away because. It clearly couldn't cope with the extra power that was being asked of it. You've got to be careful with power charges, Absolutely. and that's why grey imports, frankly, are a risk. Mm. There's two risks with grey imports. You know, what power cable's coming with it, and are you going to be safe? And secondly, you're going to get stuffed around when something goes wrong. I'm sorry, but a Masim doesn't have kiosks in every state. No. They're going to want you to send the phone back to them. What are you going to do for three weeks while you don't have a phone? So, yeah, no, it's not for me. Amazing did make a point about the fact that the full two-year warranty and the warranty will be serviced in Australia by Amazing, not Huawei. Uh, but then the other development of this story, uh, and when I sort of contacted Huawei and said, are you aware of this? They, they replied pretty promptly by saying that uh, they first of all specified a date, May 18 is when they're going to go on sale. They also said that, the devices that go on sale will be certified to all Australian relevant standards, Australian warranty, mm. Australian safety, Australian software, as well as all the radio frequencies. That's another thing. Although the carrier spectrums, the frequencies are similar in many of the countries, but that's another thing no, where people don't realise that you know the Samsung Galaxy S nine. There's like ten models of it. Yeah, not not really, but there might be one or two. Different because different what they regions. do is they if, if if Vietnam has one set of bloody radio frequencies, they just put a chip in that has one of them because then it's 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 a dollar cheaper. That's an extra dollar profit for them. Yeah. So they the global model doesn't exist. This used to happen with iPhone, but Apple's about is the Apple, only company the only that, that, that? that now have a global, like pretty yeah, much global model, right? Console, yeah. Correct, because yeah. they they spruiked the number of frequency bands. Yeah. A lot of them are the same, but this is research you've got to do because. And here's what'll happen. It'll work, 
But will it be connected to the 4G? Will it be connected yeah. to the faster 4G? Like, you've got to remember there's a bunch of different bits of airspace that will be used. And if it works fine at home, what about when you travel down the, down the freeway and you find out that all the towers down there are, you know, they're 3G and they're not 4G and you can't connect to them? Like, mm. it's a, there's a lot of risks when you buy a phone yeah. as a grey import. But I think, yeah, and, and look, Amazim, they saw an opportunity here, and, and I think with all the anticipation around this product, I think they would, a lot, they would have won a lot of customers. Plus, the other the other incentive is also that if you do buy the phone and also take up an Amazim plan, you get your first three recharges for free. So you're basically getting three months for free on, on their service. So... There, this is a play to win more customers as well as people getting the opportunity to get this great new device. But uh, I understand that we're going to get it in our hands pretty soon. It's going to be in store on the 18th of May. They haven't revealed what telcos are going to get it, but I'd say they pretty pretty much all take it. It's one of those devices that I'd they say... struggle the, a bit, Huawei. They do struggle to get yeah. it in, in all. Like the P10 and P9 didn't go into every telco. That's the problem. Mate, I think it'll be in JB's. It'll be direct. Definitely, yeah. I think I think Telstra might pick it up. Oh, maybe Voda. I think Voda yeah. definitely because yeah. because of their new approach to, to to selling phones. But that's the challenge, mate. It's it's an expensive phone, and it's up against some yeah. other expensive phones. And here's the surprising thing I found out about it: um, it's not going to be sold in the US. No, no, there's been a lot of controversy yeah. going on over there at the right. moment because there's a directive from the Defense Department or something that suggests that Huawei. You know, is on operation of the Chinese government and all that kind of rubbish, right? Um, so essentially, the talkers have won a million miles from it. This happened really? at CES. Like the announcement of the phone happened at about the same time that that AT and T and them basically split up. Wow. Yeah, big dramas in the US. So, um, so what was the company that had the controversy where the the Chinese manufactured phone was sending data back to China? What what brand was that? Do you remember that about two three years ago? Was that a? Um, it was Lenovo was that, had some that, dramas. Was that was that With Huawei? Laptop. Was that Huawei or was it what other brand was it? I, mean, oh, I don't. It was know. a Chinese brand. No, a Chinese company. Well, I think you, I'm, the only reason thing I can think of is Kaspersky and the Russians. Yeah. A lot of controversy around them as well. Um, but look, yeah. I don't give a rats. Yeah. I don't care if they're listening. Yeah. Whatever. They'll just be bored hearing me talking about Monit- Star Wars. Monitor my location. My kids know where I am. Who gives a rats? <laughs> And your wife does too. Yeah, she? she does. She doesn't she check it much though. On you, does she? No, she, she doesn't, doesn't mate. She couldn't give her rats. Really? Look at me. I'm not a big risk. <laughs> it's not a massive risk that she's. <laughs> it's not a massive risk. I'm going to ring up one day and say, "Listen, listen. Breaking news. I'm not coming home." There's not really a massive risk of that. Really? Okay. <laughs> thanks for the re- thanks for the thanks for the pump no, no, up, mate. No, I'm just saying. No, I was going to say you. You're a humble bloke who's you know. You're a family man. You, you could you, what you could have said was, mate, you're a good style of a bloke, yeah, you mate. She should be very no, nah, no. Nah, too late now, Stephen. I'm just looking at your RM Williams, mate. You got it all happening, mate. You got your checkered shirt on. All good. Driving a nice car. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Oh, Trevor, I'll ask you straight out. Do you still? <laughs> oh, where's do, you st- <laughs> do you still? I still love it. It's okay. No, no. Do you still have a landline? No, place? I don't. You don't? No. I do. But what? there is uh, there is a growing trend. When was the last time someone rang it? Um, three days ago for a radio interview. Okay. But uh, uh, hang on. Well, what do you class a landline as? Well, a, a home phone number. Home phone number. I have a VoIP line. I have a physical desk phone. That's that has landline. an O2 number. That's a landline. Okay, yeah, I've got one of those. And that's, but that's part of the NBN. Well, well it's actually we'll not. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Mine's, mine's a separate kind there of corporate thing. But data yeah. that was uh, the ACMA had released about the the decline in landline, and I think it had gone 2011. I think 83 percent of people had a landline. 2017, it was down to 63 percent. They're saying by 2021, it'll be down to 50 percent, and by 2037. Gone. No one, no one will have a landline. What they've basically done there is work out who's got landlines and when are they going to die. <laughs> well, the reason, obviously, the obvious reason is that, okay, we use our mobile phones. We, we've got good coverage, unlimited plans. It's convenient. But the other factor, I think, is the NBN because, and you know this, I don't have the NBN yet. They've actually pu- pushed me back. Thanks to you, let me know. They pushed my install date. from It went from June, April to June, now to July, September. Okay, so they've they've duked me there, but I know that when it eventually arrives, 
there's a box you need to tick if when you take up certain plans, whether you want the home phone or not, the home line. Mm. So I think that is going to make people force them to make a decision, do I actually need it? Should I continue to pay $5 a month for it? Mm. So is that that is probably what's also determining yeah. its fate. A couple of things. Uh, firstly, there's a lot of telcos that include it for free, so don't be duped, okay, yeah. especially not the big guys. That, that a, lot of, a lot of little guys yeah, include it for free. Free for certain free as in a, Yeah, but like, a free as in you can have it, have a line, have a number. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to pay line rental anymore, yes, right? Yeah, true. Most people only want it to receive calls, right? Mm. So so check your, check your numbers when you're doing that. Secondly... Tip to everyone, you can port your number. So you can keep your landline number. It's important you know that if you're with Telstra now and you want to go to bloody, you know, IONET or Aussie Broadband or someone, yeah. you can keep your home phone number yes. and you can move it as a VoIP line, right? Mm-hmm. Thirdly, 100% agree. So I was talking to, um, oh, she was a doctor. Uh, she was in the Today Show the other day doing Carl's flu shot. Oh, and she right. goes, you're the tech guy, right? And I went, yeah. She goes, oh, can, I, can, I, can I bother you? I went, yeah, it's fine. She so, was hitting on you, was she, Trip? You so you're saying that the, the for NBN the, advice, okay, champ. Okay, all right, mate. It sounded like she was flirting to me. Anyway, continue. And is, is, she's is the, much which, more your which, age than mine. Just so my anyway. age, our age, mate. Our age. Good for you. Anyway, <laughs> you're a decade older than me. <laughs> I'm not quite. You've that. got a five in front of the number. Okay, well, I'm not that much older than you. You had a four in front of yours. Yeah, the early part of the fours. Yeah, okay. Anyway, okay. so she How said. How was this doctor, mate? Did you ask her? Uh, there'd age? be a six there. Um, serious, right? Oh, for sure. So anyway, she wanted NBN advice because um, here's the thing. She was one of those people that has is getting the letters now to say, you've got to go. And I'm like, you haven't got the NBN? She goes, oh, I've, I've just, it's my internet's not great and I don't know if I should have it. I said, internet's not great. Get the NBN. Get it. That's the, like, that's the number one thing you should do. But again, she'd heard all the rubbish going around and she's just scared. Oh. I said, listen. Just don't go with and Telstra she's a straight off the bat. Woman. She's a yeah. doctor. If you're in a contract, fine, switch over, but don't exchange a contract. If you're not in a contract, don't immediately sign with Telstra. Check that you can't get a better deal. And I said, I get My Republic, Vodafone, Aussie Broadband, ring yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I said, you know what to do and, and to get the right speeds and whatnot. And then she said, oh, do you th- oh, I don't really need a landline phone anymore, do I? And I went, absolutely not if you've got a mobile phone. So admit. That made me agree with you and think of the trigger that most people are going to see that you box and go, yeah, don't do need I it, need do it? I? When was the last time I used that? Well, like, we're pretty unique that we need it for, like, we use yeah, I'll for use a lot for radio, radio interviews. Yeah, yeah, exactly There's just right. something stupid about these phones that makes the quality yeah. of them not great when you're talking. But what them. about when you, if you do choose to get it on the NBN, it's not actually a landline, is it? It's, it's a VoIP. It's, yeah, a VoIP no, it's just an internet phone call, yeah. So, voice over internet protocol, vo- yeah. VoIP. And uh, again, another, another. Switch your modem off, the phone stopped working. Well, that's what I was going to ask, too. So, if you've got a blackout, you got no home phone. Correct. But the old, the traditional landline that I've got today, blackout, I've still got a dial tone. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. Is this breaking oh, news oh, for you? No, I'm just pointing that out because- Uncle Trevi said a naughty word. I'm very sorry. That's <laughs> that's the uh, the dilemma for customers. They're thinking, okay, well, Granny still, she still wants a Give landline. Granny a mobile phone. Okay, she have it plugged. Have it plugged into the wall and she's got phone calls. Okay. Mate, when was the last time a blackout lasted 24 hours? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm on I'm I'm on solar here, mate. Righty yo, suck good. it up. I'm when was the la- mate? I'm not. Yeah, okay. I haven't had a blackout for years. Yeah. And, and when years. they and when they happen, they're like like four or five hours is bad, right? Mate, your mobile yeah. phone is going to make it through a blackout. Everyone just relax, okay? What about this scenario though, say the blackout's caused by some kind of natural disaster, though, like what? That's get in your car and drive. Well, no, but the, the no, no, not being not being smart, but it's serious. If it, if there is, just say you're in tropical North Queensland and there's a cyclone and the phone towers have been scattered scattered everywhere. Yeah. You lose power. You got no contact. You, you can't make landline mate, calls and you can't make mobile calls because okay. the towers been blown. And away. there's no absolute certain guarantee that your landline's going to work in that situation either, because that all could have been knocked out yeah. too on the telegraph poles. True. But, the, but it is a factor to consider because... It's a very, very a, and, small and you, How many factor. calls have you fielded about this on the radio? Me too. That's a factor for people, especially our older listeners. Yeah, who need who, to, who who need to be slapped landline. around and understood that your mobile phone... <laughs> Did you say honestly, slapped around? Seriously, it's really? like, seriously. Is it's, that how you talk to your mum, It's not that mate? big a deal. You, you got the NBN for your mum now at, at her in her great pub over there, yeah. and has she got the landline? Did she keep the landline? Yep. Right. Well, because she's on satellite, so the the landlines stick around for so people on satellite. St- it's a skyline, not a landline, then, is it? No, no, it's no, no. There's still a oh, physical still copper line. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, cool. So if you're on fixed wireless or satellite NBN, the the copper 
Yeah. Phone connections. So continue. I'm getting fibre to the curb, and I'll still have the copper linking my no, house. Your to copper, the mate. Your what, what did I just say? If you're on satellite or fixed wireless, you keep your copper phone connection landline. Anyone else? VoIP. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to come to that stage where I've got to make a decision about whether I keep the landline. If it's if it's not too much extra, if it's free, I'll think. Well, we might as well just keep yeah. It. I mean, for, for me and it. you, it's if if it's a tick box and it's free, yeah, you keep it, it because we just want to receive calls and have yeah, a good yeah. quality line. That's absolutely. That's all it is. Riveting stuff. Twenty thirty seven. Is that what we're saying? Twenty thirty seven. Yes. Yeah, oh, so episode. Uh, can someone? Someone do the numbers for us <laughs> on April twenty seven, twenty thirty seven. If we continuously do weekly podcasts, well, maybe take two a year out. Why wouldn't we be? I'm just asking. Okay, it's, how many years away is that? 18 years away. 18 years? You'll, yeah. Oh, yeah, you'll be 68. That's 19 years away. You'll be 69. <laughs> when I get older, <laughs> losing my hair many years no, from now. No risk of me oh, My feathers are in place, mate, and I am older than you. Right, my feathers aren't going anywhere. That's all you've got going for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I've got all my own teeth as well, mate. got nice straight teeth. So well. I'll be 60 yeah. and you'll be 69. You haven't got my teeth? Fair dinkum. What's, what's mate? Nothing. I'm not never said anything. Have a go teeth. at you. I mentioned my own teeth. Because you, do, you reckon, my... do you reckon I've ever had braces? Yeah, no, I don't know. I have never had braces. Do, do I care? I'm just saying. Mate, I've, I've really physically straight. said my to my dentist, straight. I said, mate, just rip them all out, give me dentures. I'm good for it. <laughs> well, let's bring it on. Why wait? Yeah. Mate, I've still got baby teeth. You know, with, with, with your. You have got I baby teeth. Are you joking? Yeah, it's really? fine. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I still have baby teeth, and they're going to come out like they're loose. Are you? Oh my god! Mate, so it's going to so, come out. It's going to cost me six grand. It's going to cost me hopefully six, six grand because <laughs> that's what I said. To, I said to the dentist, it was the yeah. worsely egotistical thing I've ever had to say to a dentist was, "Mate, I'm on the TV. What happens if that comes out? I need, I need it because he said it'll take weeks, probably months, to get it all sorted." Oh, no. And I went, well, "It's loose." Oh, yeah, but it's been loose for years. Um, He said, mate, it's okay. I can put something in. Like I put a fake one in with a plate kind of pretty quickly, like overnight essentially. So if I'm off off the Today Show for like a week and a half. They call me. Oh, Trevor's tooth came out. (laughs) What about with your kids? Are you a bit bit strict with them? Are you encouraging them to wash their teeth? What are you trying to say? It's nothing to do with my. I'm asking. Yes, no, mate. Your kids are young. Yeah, no, we're very, to, we're very strict on got that. Got to yes. set good dental, good dental hygiene habits, mate. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to talk to you with my mouth like this. <laughs> so you're not judging my teeth. Not at all. There I'm is this ju- one. I'm not judging your that teeth. That I pulled out myself. I'm not judging your teeth. I couldn't all. afford the dentist, so I just pulled it out. Yeah. Right. Radio, two blokes talking teeth. You can see the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new 2018 Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With the Hisense ULED, Australian consumers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is the result of more than 50 internationally recognised patents and brings out the best of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, high dynamic range, wide colour gamut and and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K HDR. You can also view Stan, Freeview Plus and YouTube all built in. Using the Hisense interface, you can even customise your TV viewing habits to make it easier with the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in many sizes, 50, 55, 65, and our favourite, the massive 75-incher. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer. Hisense, see the incredible. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, this is an interesting product. Um, It's called Space Talk. It's a smartwatch specifically designed for kids. Now... Australian made too. Is it made? Australian company. It's Australian designed, Australian company. It's not Australian made. made, Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's be very clear. Um, The issue with this space is, and it's called Space Talk, but the issue with this area is parents like me of kids who are younger than smartphone age, we want to have freedom. We want them to have freedom, but we also want to, you know, know where the bloody hell they are. Now, the 
this watch is very similar to a lot of the other smartwatches I've seen for years around the world, but none of them have come to Australia um, because they're 2G or they couldn't do telco deals or whatever. It's not the first kids' watch I've seen. Uh, there was one called Mushi's. They were very good, but they were very bulky, mm. ugly things. I think Alcatel had one. That was Alcatel still haven't brought that yeah. one to Australia well, I think, again. Well, it's I think the, that may change. We may see that. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's a, it's 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 not even quite the same as this but but it's it's very similar this thing is from the ground up built to be a kid tracked watch right um and it's great because uh, it's you know you put a sim card in it and i tried it with a couple of telcos it works fine um it's controlled essentially by the parents app they can't really do much on the phone on the watch except for call mum dad grandparents whoever's programmed in so you yep. program people in um the watch face is set by mum or dad on the on the app but you know, I can get, I can see where where they are. You can get a history of where they were. Um, you can get notifications of where they go. It's so complicated. Yeah, so if they leave school or if they arrive home, you mm. get notifications when they've arrived. And Correct, left. but you cannot, yeah. mate. It is. I'm, I'm saying it's too complicated. They've oh. got. It's so good. It's so good. It's too complicated, right? Because right. you can say if Jackson doesn't arrive at the park by five p.m. Friday, let me know. Like, you know, I can, your notifications can be that detailed because okay, he's yeah. allowed to go to the park on Fridays. But if he doesn't get there, I want to know about it. I don't want to know that he got there yeah. just because he got you there. Know he's there. I just want to know. He, oh, no, yeah. I want to know if he didn't get there uh-huh. or if he didn't leave on time. Okay. You know, I've got the I've got the freedom to let him do that. Um, so it, it's 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 a great product. It's a very small watch. It's not a big, yeah. bulky, ugly oh, thing. The, there's a couple of challenges. Firstly, um, it needs charging every freaking day or and a half. And kids don't charge things. I mean, just yeah. kids just don't charge things, right? So yeah, that's so that's a real issue. They buddy turn up at school and it's dead. Um, secondly, it's it's like it's not a, like I got a kids that are eleven, seven, and six. It's not a six year old product. I can tell you that right now. It's not a seven year old product either. I just oh, think okay. that's, so they're a bit young, they're right? Too young for that. I just think so yeah, it's a pretty small window. That it's, it's a very. Like eight, I'm nine, saying ten. eight, nine, ten, right? Because when you get to 10 and 11. 10 and 11 is when Jackson started carrying a phone. He doesn't have his own phone. He doesn't realise it is his phone. It is his phone number. We haven't just haven't told him that yet, Ooh. but we've just got a spare phone. Can find out now? It's a good point. Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hey! Um, <laughs> he just gets to use it, right? Yeah. Now, in, originally, like, like last year, he'd use it in the school holidays. Mm-hmm. This year, we've pretty much we keep it in the same area as the iPods, and he takes it with him to school on Fridays, which is the day he goes right. to the park with his mates. Right, and he takes it when he walks up the shops. So hang on, so he's eleven. He's eleven. Is he in high school next year? Yes. Okay. So he's definitely going to have right a phone, age, I'm right sure, age, in yeah. high school, right? And yeah. now he's pretty much got a part-time phone, yeah. and he had a part-time phone when he was 10. So, again, that window narrows again, yeah. right? So you've either got to want this thing to be a hand-me-down or you've got to really want this for your 8-, 9-, and 10-year-old. Yeah. Because – Well, you don't, want to, you don't want to give that child that age a phone. They're not responsible enough to have a phone at that age. Like it's – I think this is more for the parent's benefit than the child's benefit. That they, the child, can, or the parent can call the phone too. Eh? They can call the watch. Yeah, yeah. And, and the vice versa. Anyone with a number can call it. Okay. And text ah, it. Right. Okay. Which but is the which kid can only call out nominated numbers, and they can't text. So you can't get a text oh, back either. Right. So I'd be picking Jacko up and the kids up from after school care. And I'd um, I'd send him a text saying I'm leaving now or I'm just here now because I don't know, walk up four flights of stairs to go and get him from his oh, classroom. Right. I need to come down, okay. but he can't text me back and say okay. I'm coming here. Right. Well, okay. So there's a bit of a disconnection but he could there. Ring you, though. He could have called you. He, he could have, yeah. yeah. But he'd but look like an idiot at school, I reckon, yeah, okay. calling on that, right? Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but, well, the, the news with this product is the fact that it's uh, going to be available in Telstra stores in Victoria. Yeah, and, and very small trial. Yeah. Potentially uh, the rest of Australia, depending on obviously how well it goes. But uh, that, that's a, a positive anyway for an Australian company. I think they're called MGM Wireless, is the Adelaide-based firm who created Space Talk. But I think they've recognised that little gap in the market and tried to plug it with this, this sort of product. So... Uh, Good, good news there, and good to see that an Australian company's doing. Uh, it's 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 a very small gap, but I have to tell you that if you are a parent looking for this kind of detail, especially in the smartphone age, just just get Life three hundred and sixty. It's an unbelievable app. You, you you install. I can see that Jackson's phone is on low battery. Um, you know, I can see where he's been. Uh, nearly every day, we can set. So that's just an app on you put. On it's your just phone. an app you put on the phone, and then you, he's got it on his phone. It needs to be approved to be tracked. Yep, yeah, yeah. We, we, you. and you don't install these things without your kids knowing. You course, talk to them yeah, about course, it, right? Yeah. But he he set all these locations for his mates' places and all these things. So it says to me, you know, he's arrived at the grocery store, he's left the grocery yeah. store, he's arrived at Granny's, etc. So it, it, mate, space talk, very narrow window, but great product. 
very narrow window. What I think they should be doing is some sort of, I don't know, lease arrangement where you just they, they just keep getting them back and re- recycling yeah, them or we'll something. Have it maybe attach it to your, like say you're a Telstra customer, you can attach it to your Telstra plan if you're. So you know, for an extra ten bucks a month, you get the the space the space yeah, tool. The, pro- the problem with these things, and I've spoken to to telcos about it, is you know they want to charge like ten bucks a month for the plan, yeah. but it needs to be five. It needs to be like the Apple Watch, where it's just yes. an extra five. Yeah. It needs to be five bucks for parents, yeah. and they need to make it fifteen bucks if you get getting the device as well or yeah. something. It has to be really really cheap. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Stephen's got the details of Space Talk up at techguide.com.au. <laughs> Jesus, for a uh, week where we didn't have anything to talk about. Um, <laughs> it was all that gibbering that you did earlier on. Anyway, we've, yeah. we've come to the end of the show and uh, time for Stephen to tell us about another set of truly, fully, 100% wire-free wireless headphones that make you look like an idiot. <laughs> Bose Sound Sport Free we're talking about here and uh, this is the latest company and one of the best audio companies out there, let's face it, to go down this path. This is a device that sort of makes use of their technology. They've packed it into these, uh, I was going to call them little earbuds, but not exactly yeah. little. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, sound quality is what you'd expect from Bose. Brilliant sound, great bass. Fits well also. They've got their, their secure fit uh, silicon tips, so they sit in there. Uh, but without sitting into it so that it's not creating too much of a noise cancellation, a passive noise cancellation, so... Uh, it is sitting in there comfortably and you're not hearing everything, the ground through your head and all that sort of thing that we've spoken about in the past. Sound quality, ace. Design-wise, though, these are a t- touch on the large side and they do protrude from your ear somewhat. Um, and I, 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 in my review, I wrote the fact that that might not worry people. If, you, if you're a bit self-conscious, you've got this big thing hanging out of each ear, not, not too bad. There's a photo of it hanging out of my ear, actually, so it does come out a fair bit. But if you like, this is obviously designed to be used in gym and running and stuff like that. I found that in the gym, when you do an exercise, you might be doing weights or you might be in a circuit class. It wasn't unusual to brush them with my arm really? in the gym. So if you you know if you, you're doing shoulder presses or something like that, and and it's sort of getting close to your ear, or glad you you're demonstrating like, shoulder press because I wouldn't know what it is well, otherwise. Yeah, I mean, so so it was there. It did brush past a couple of times, so that there is the potential of knocking them out yeah, of your ear. I wore these. On the train, I wore them for like two two days, pretty much full. I took them everywhere and wore them whenever I wanted to listen to music. And mate, love them. The beautiful sound um, because I use Bose in ear yeah. headphones anyway, so the right. comfort's good. Sounds amazing. And I was sitting on the train wearing them, thinking, I don't know whether I prefer to look like a dick wearing these or look like a dick wearing the AirPods, right? <laughs> and that's the thing. So right now, I, and then I thought, okay, at home I've got a set of uh, B and O like E eights, I think they're called. I've got the Samsung Ion Ionix or whatever they're called there. So I've got like four or five of these yeah. fully wire really free. They they they're small but they still they still yeah. look a bit weird, right? Yeah. And but they they don't have this sort of the sound so this is the, the thing. It's clearly a compromise, right? But it's clearly a compromise because Bose has gone, nah, mate. So basically, if you imagine there's a, there's an executive table at Bose where they vote on things, right? The sound guy, sound quality guy, gets ten he votes gets vote and the, the casting the vote, right? So no matter what happens, yeah. they go, nah, mate. Nah, it's like, got to sound the same, do. right? Yeah, and so they lose that argument. And that's why people buy Bose because they know it's Correct. like it's like Arnold McDonald's. You know what you're going to get. You buy a cheeseburger, you know exactly what you're going to get. 100%. Bose, same deal, so, whether it's cable or not. So I think that is a compromise for anyone that wants to buy them. Charging case is excellent. It's it's a big it's case. Massive. It's, it's a twice big case. The size of the AirPod case. <clears throat> it's it's twice the size of the Samsung's and any all of them too. Um, but, but I think small I, price to pay, though, for the quality again. Correct, and that's that's the thing. I think we're basically just got to get to this point where you've just got to go, you know what, I don't give a shit what people think, although I look like. Do you know what I want? I, I want the sound. When you, look, you know, Remember the um, the corded pair of earphones? Remember the, they're corded? It's exactly the same earbud, just without a cable. So, so it's very similar to what so you already have. I only had one issue, and I don't know whether you had this, but I, the left ear just keeps just going blank. And I only had that it's, issue. It's just I weird. I had that issue listening to music or anything like that. The only thing, and this is this is just how it is. It's not because I had a faulty pair. When you make phone calls, it's only through the right ear, right. one ear. I'd be listening to bloody music, and the left ear would just go. Really, drop out. Yeah. Was the charge level of fully level? charged, hundred yeah. percent? Because I thought that was, a, but that's my other problem you with these 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 headphones of this this variety of headphones, mate. I don't use headphones every day. I go back to them now and then. You go to pick them up and they're bloody all dead. 
I'm like, oh, you've so you got to, no, but you got to keep them on well, the that's charge. That's the beauty of having the case. That, no, but I'm saying is. even even when the chase, like after a month, yeah, you got to charge the case. Yes, and then they charge you, the buzz. You've got to be on top remember. of it. Remember, it's like it's like your portable batteries. How often do you charge your portable batteries? Yeah, you got to remember to charge your portable battery so that it can charge your phone when you're out in Correct. the field. So the same deal for this. It's a first world problem. The Bose sounds sport free. They're two hundred and ninety nine bucks. So they're they're more expensive than the AirPods. Same price as the Jabras. Um, have some features that the Jabra doesn't and vice versa, but they're, they're Bose. That brand carries a lot of weight, $299.95. Check it out, techguide.com.au. And Stephen, are you planning on going backpacking, mate, or are you just putting backpack on the list for a reason? I uh, was using, uh, I reviewed the Crumpler Mantra Travel Backpack, and I this was this accompanied me on our trip to Chicago with yes. Apple. It was one a part of my, one of my two carry-on items. I also went to the Commonwealth Games for two nights, three days, and this was the only bag I took. So number one, you get a lot of storage space in the back of the bag for clothes and other stuff. And of course, naturally, if it's a, it's a laptop bag, and you have room to fit a 15-inch laptop. What I love about it is the fact that the computer, the laptop, like uh, the, the section for the laptop, is actually on the side of the bag. So rather than you having to zip it over from the top, pull out the laptop. Yeah. It's great when you go through airport security. You just zip down the left side of the one of the side of the bag, and out comes your laptop into the security tray. Really easy to do. A lot of storage space. There's nine storage zones on board as well. So plenty of room for your cases, your mice, your charging cables, sunnies, your phone, everything like that. Brilliant. And being a crumpler bag, you know that it's going to last you forever. This is an Australian company, by the way. A lot many people realise that crumpler is an Aussie company. Made out of material that's going to last for years. Really sturdy. Zippers are going to last forever. Beautiful. A couple of things I didn't like, though. One... Oh, there wasn't a strap on the back of the laptop like on the Belkin backpack where if you've got a, a, carry, a, a roller bag and a handle, yeah. you can't just slot it over the top of your handle. One, that was one thing I didn't like. I had to sort of tie the back strap handles to, to, to secure to the, the, uh, the roller bag handle. The other thing I thought would have been a handy addition would have been a handy to have a small outside pocket to maybe slip in a passport, your phone, a pair of sunnies. Didn't have any kind of outside pocket. Yeah, it's all big go home. It's not no little, you know, yeah, just it's all, it's all throw inside. coins. Apart from the laptop access, it's all inside. So there's no little, and it's called the Mantra Travel, this bag. But yet they don't have a little passport pocket. It. They don't have a little side. See again, you know that Belkin that we that we use and I use a yeah, lot. That, yeah. Those front zip. See, I when I go to an airport, as I walk in the door of the airport, the first thing oh, I do, yeah. no, no, I take my phone, my, my watch, I take everything off, and put it in, put it there, in the side, so because so, I'm ready for security. Yeah. I don't want to put it in the bulk this of the thing because then you lose yeah, it. So it it's weird how <clears throat> you can have so much and it is a bloody great bag, great it quality. Nice. It's big. It's thirty liter bag. Then let's miss bag. those little things. Yeah, I think. Well, if it's, especially if it's a travel bag, my suggestion would be that the next version have these little additions to make it a true travel bag. Yeah. It is great. Look, plenty of room for your clothes. Can they call that one the Fennec? Let's go. The Mantra Travel. It's uh, three hundred forty nine. Oh, it'd be okay if you call it's it the the Crumpler TBTT. TBTT. Yeah, two blokes talking tech. Definitely. But uh, look, handy thing. I also used uh, another one of their products for my cables. I also used their uh, little cable bag, uh, and that was uh, – it's called the Mantra – that's the Mantra Travel is the, uh, the actual thing, but the Auditor is the little bag. And that was handy just to have all my all my charging cables. There was little slots to have my charging cables and my adapters. So that was also handy. That was all part of the package. That's $39 additional, but the Mantra Travel was $349. Great stuff, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, you have a great weekend, and um, I figure we'll get together around the end of next week as well because I'm uh, travelling a majority of next week. Sure. So let's aim for the end I'll of the week. I'll try to fit into your schedule, Trevor. Oh, it'll be a daytime visit. Might have, oh, okay. Yep. Might have to uh, venture over uh, over so we get the passport, dust off the passport again. I could probably arrange... We're not going to tell no. our listeners all that arrangements, right? Yeah, okay, now, good point. Okay. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. We'll be back next week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. Uh, Stephen, see you then. See you then. 341 next week.